Hello and welcome to the episode 78 of What A Fab Day. I am your host, Simon Mas. Among other things, today we have a hard day of work, a drug reference and a cast and crew party. Let's start with the 19th of March 1961 performance at the Casbah Coffee Club in Liverpool. It was the 10th performance at the venue for the Beatles, featuring drummer Pete Best, son of the Casbah owner Mona. One year later, in 1962, and still with Pete on drums, the Beatles played the Kingsway Club in Southport, their second unadvertised show at the venue in one week. In 1963, the Beatles' Montez Row package tour went live at the Regal Cinema in Cambridge. The 19th of March 1964 was a good day for the band. In the morning, the Fabs were at the Twickenham Film Studios where they began to complete the shooting of the corridor scenes for their A Hard Day's Night film. For the occasion, they were visited on the set by BBC Radio's Peter Noble for an interview for the Movie Go Round show of the 12th of April, aired between 3 and 4 pm. At around 12 noon, the Beatles left the premises to attend the 12th annual luncheon of the Variety Club of Great Britain at the Dorchester Hotel in London, where Labour politician Harold Wilson presented them with the Show Business Personalities of 1963 Award, a Silver Heart plaque. The ceremony was filmed and broadcasted by BBC in their The Variety Club of Great Britain Awards for 1963 program, aired on the 20th of March between 10.30 and 11pm. During the ceremony, John Lennon made a joke, calling the prize Purple Heart, one of the day's street names for amphetamines. It might well have been the first ever public mention of drugs made by any Beatles. Of course, the mention didn't necessarily mean that the Beatles were taking any, but now we know that they did, especially during the Hamburg nights of the very early 1960s. After a return to the Twickenham Film Studios for yet more shooting work, the Beatles rushed to the BBC's television theatre in London, where they were engaged between 7 and 8.30pm for their debut on Top of the Pops. They mimed the performance of Can't Buy Me Love and You Can't Do That to promote their new single, a performance aired on the 25th of March between 6.35 and 7pm. It was at the end of this long day that The Hard Day's Night allegedly received its title. As Ringo recalled in 1964, We went to do a job and we worked all day and we happened to work all night. I came up still thinking it was day, I suppose, and I said, it's been a hard day, and I looked around, and so it was dark, so I said, night. So, we came to a hard day's night. On the other hand, Beatles historian Mark Lewison says that the phrase was also contained in John Lennon's In His Own Right, in the Sad Michael story, certainly written before this date, so that's how Ringo might have got it in the first place. I don't own a copy of John's book, so I can't personally verify it. If any of you can do that for me, perhaps you can write me a comment or send me a message to that effect. Thank you! Finally, in 1965, 
The Beatles filmed some pickup shots on a terrace on an undisclosed location in Obertauen, Austria, plus some other similar scenes in the snow. This was the continuation of their work for their forthcoming second film, tentatively called Eight Arms to Hold You, and later known with a catcher help title. During the day, the Fabs also recorded a phone interview with Brian Matthew for BBC Radio, after Brian Epstein gave in to the relentless pressure for new material for the national broadcaster after almost three months of silence. The interview was broadcasted on the next day, the 20th of March, for Saturday Club, between 10am and 12 noon. Being the penultimate day of work in Austria, in the evening the Beatles decided to throw a party for the film's cast and crew. This concludes today's episode of What A Fab Day. In the description, you'll find a link to the bibliography of this podcast. If you make your Beatles-related shopping through the links on that page, Amazon will give me some pennies of their money, and you will have helped me putting more effort to create great, free material for you to enjoy. You can find other ways to support this and other series by visiting www.simonmas.com support. Also in the description, a brief video of the 1964 Silver Heart Ceremony, with a bit of commentary for context. In tomorrow's episode, John finally manages to marry Yoko. But that's not the only highlight of the episode. Tune in to find out what else happened. For the moment, I wish you a good day and a fab continuation. Simon Mas, music you love.